Welcome to Crazy Good Talks with Deirdre Van Nest. In this podcast, we help growth-oriented financial advisors, leaders, sales professionals, and experts stand out and own the room every time they speak. Deirdre will empower you to grab and keep the attention of any audience, live or virtual, make emotional connections with your listeners, and inspire them to take action. Join us on this journey where Deirdre will empower you to become a more confident presenter and knock it out of the park when you speak. Do you have a brand promise? Can you clearly articulate it so a 10-year-old can understand what you do? Well, if not, you're going to love this episode where Deirdre interviews certified story brand guide, Casey First. Deirdre, take it away. Yes, I am so excited to be here with my friend, Casey, and my own certified story brand guide, Casey First. So a couple of things about Casey before we jump into the goods here. Casey is the owner of Tic-Tac-Toe Marketing, a certified story brand guide. And man, Casey, I didn't know you were this smart. She's got degrees in journalism, PR, graphic design, and a master's in leadership. I'm kind of a unicorn. Yeah. What? I'm kind of a unicorn. You, yeah. You're totally a unicorn. And uh, not surprisingly, learning and growth are your jam. I would hope so, because oh. you've had a lot of learning there, girl, yeah. but also a lot of great experience with boots on the ground. So we're going to talk about that. I just love the work you do. And you've helped me immensely in my business. So I'm excited for you to help my listeners. Let, let, hey. Let them hear. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to do this with you. I mean, we have these conversations so regularly. It's going to just feel like an extension of that. So And, and that's absolutely... Yeah, it's awesome. So, you know, people hear story brand and I think they get confused about what it is. And I'll be honest, I've had a hard time. I like, I know it is when I see it, but it's hard to describe it. Can you you kind of put that? What is it? What's story brand? Yeah. So on like a really practical level, it's, it's a framework for communicating. There's this brilliant book by Donald Miller. It's called Building a Story Brand. He wrote it several years ago. And so many people started calling them and saying, how do we, how do we hire you to do this Mm. for us? That they started certifying guides which is how I got into it. And because I got in on the early days, it's just been a joy It's to be a part of this experience since the beginning. It's It's been really fun to partner with them as they grow and create new ways to use this framework. StoryBrand is, is a unique framework in that a lot of times with marketing, just the word marketing, it can be so overwhelming and confusing. Oh, yeah. When I say marketing, you might interpret it to mean the pretty brochure we put together. Somebody else might look at it and say, that's the the analytics and the SEO Mm, part of it and digital. And there's all these different nuanced areas of it. Just like that, every industry has those kind of big words that people think they understand, but they really don't. With StoryBrand, it takes everything that we think we know and these big fancy words that we throw around and we knock it down to a simple, simple level. I mean, the key word with StoryBrand is clarity. Yes. And if we're not speaking with clarity, people get confused. And we have so many messages in front of us every day that if a confusing message flies at us, the only thing we want to do is walk away. Yeah, which so, is why the 10-year-old test, right? Like if a 10-year-old yeah. can't understand it, it, it's too much. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's, we call it the grunt test and story brand. If you can't, oh, what is that? well, if you look at the front page of a website and you can't kind of grunt it out and tell tell people what they do, it's just like that primitive, got it. Very basic level of they do things, they paint stuff, websites, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so why do you find that this methodology has been so effective? Why do you think people started calling Donald Miller's office saying, oh my gosh, you need to help us? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it hits on both practical and emotional level. In okay. StoryBrand, we talk about the problems that we solve. So with any company that we work with or that's using StoryBrand, the first thing that we help them identify is the number one problem that they solve for people. And we know that in all of our work, unless there's a problem to solve, the solution you offer is not necessary. Right. So we have to talk about the problem that we solve. And that's a piece of marketing that a lot of people miss. So we start by just saying, what's the problem we solve? And we look at that at a, at a practical level, and we call that the external problem. And we look at it at an emotional level, and that's the internal problem. Mm. An example that's used in the book actually is if you've got, if you, if you own a, a home in the suburbs and you mow your lawn regularly, you might get two postcards in the mail. And one says, we mow lawns. And the other says, we make your lawn look better than your neighbors. And that (laughs) second one will always win. Because interestingly, we think we need a solution to an external problem, but we'll pay more and be attracted more to the ones that solve our internal problems. Which I think about the lawn mowing. I cannot tell you in every house that we've lived, my husband has some friend in the neighborhood Yeah, where they are comparing the lawn. And we'll drive home from being out of town for a few days. He'll be like, oh, so-and-so hasn't mowed mowed his lawn yet. Mm -hmm. Or he'll be like, so-and-so did just mow his lawn. I better go mow ours. I mean, legit, this is the conversation. And frankly, most people aren't having that conversation. you, You probably had it in jest, right? It's funny. It's funny, yes, but it's but he true. Means it. He means yeah, it. <laughs> of course. But I think there's just that subconscious people that totally oftentimes you just do it because you just think it's the way it should be. Yes. So when we can market to that emotional need, then we win. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So could we, and you tell me what's going to be the, you think is going to be the best for, for my listeners. Could we go through maybe an example of somebody and apply the framework and you could, you could give people an idea of what this sounds like, because this might be the first time someone's hearing this, or it might be, they've heard it before, but it'd be really nice to like hear it laid out. And and they might be thinking, you know what, I want to apply this to my own branding and messaging. Okay. So here's what I think we should do. Okay. I think we should walk through the seven steps. So there's seven buckets in story brand. And then you tell me what industry, what business are we applying this to? And then we can just do it on the fly. Yes. Yes. A little quiz kind of. Yeah. Okay. Let's see see how good we can come up with. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is so much fun. Seven quick steps for story brand. Okay. Number one. So write this down. Unless you're driving, get a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, you can also you can read the book. You can find this online. It's a good. And I guess you could listen to this again too. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So first thing you need to do is you need to define the person you're talking to. Who's the character of the story? Okay, and that's the person that you're going to serve with your products or services that you're selling. Okay, and you need to name what is it that they want. Okay. All right. That's number one. Simple. Number two, we go to the problem. What problem do you solve? Now, here's the thing about problems is oftentimes our products and services solve lots of problems. Yes. Right? Yes. And so in in this type of messaging, one of the trickiest parts is we need to get it to one. And that's okay. I got to say, because you and I are going through, I'm going through a brand refresh right now. It's a struggle. It's hard. I mean, the struggle's real, right? It's hard. The yeah. struggle is so real. So if you're listening and you're like, I don't think I can do it. I feel you. I'm going through it, but it, it's the right thing to do. It just right. is. If you say, yeah, Casey, but you say one thing, but we do three different things really yeah. well. Then what I say to that is you can have all of those things, but you can only talk about them one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. if you're solving 
lawn mowing. Yep. And you have a handyman business. Yes. And you repair roofs. Right. right. It's tempting to try to put that in one place as some sort of like service industry thing. Yeah, but those right. are very disconnected things. And so they almost needs to be three websites or three yeah. landing pages at yeah. the very least. Yeah. Right? So we can talk about them one thing at a time. And that's really tricky for people. So. It's so tricky. One of my, and tell me if you resonate with this, one of my early mentors, Lisa Sasevich, used to say, you need to decorate the door with what attracts your ideal client. And then when they come in through the door, you can offer the rest of the house, but you don't offer the whole house. Is that kind of the same thinking? Okay. That always stood out to me. That always stood out to me. Yeah. And yeah. and the thing is like even even you, right? You teach speaking and talking yeah. and, and content and turning words into assets. Yeah. There's yeah. so much of that that you could divide and, and just keep listing. That's yeah, the and I struggle. I mean, I do this stuff and I struggle. And this is the thing I want to say. This stuff's really, even if you're good at this, this is hard to do for yourself. Like even yeah. if you teach other people, you need another set of eyes because we are so close to our own stuff, we cannot see the forest through the trees. Yeah. Uh, that's so true. Okay, right? It's, it's like a realtor. It's like a realtor selling their own home. They're never going to be realistic about how much it's worth and the, how they should stage it because they're seeing you get like nose blind, right? You're not <laughs> seeing it how other people see it. You're yeah, seeing it how you so see true. it. Okay. I, have a, I have another guide that helps me with my own messaging. I'm sure. And good. It's I'm crazy. glad to hear that. And I yeah. have speaking coaches that help yeah. me with my speaking and storytelling and right. Yes. Okay. Bucket okay. number three is the really cool bucket. Okay. This is our favorite bucket and the biggest differentiator with StoryBrand. This is where we say we introduce you as the solution to the problem. But here's the kicker in the story, you are acting as the guide to the character or the hero of the story. They always are the hero of the story. You are the guide. They are the hero. You are the guide. If you find yourself talking about yourself as the hero, you're doing it wrong. Always, always, always play the guide to the hero of the story. In StoryBrand, we talk about this being uh, a great illustration being uh, the Star Wars movies. Luke Skywalker wants to win the day and and kill the Death Star, whatever all that magical stuff is, right? He can't do it alone. And frankly, he's not the smartest person in the movie. He's not. He's young. He's naive. All that stuff, right? He needs a a guide, a voice of wisdom that helps him to win the day. And that's where Yoda comes in, right? So in our marketing stories that we tell, we have to play Yoda to their Luke Skywalker. And that's the biggest paradigm shift with StoryBrand. What would it look, I'm going to put you on the spot if you, and, and tell me if you can answer this question uh, kind of off the cuff. What would it look like if someone is showing up as the hero versus the guide? So I'm, I'm providing a solution, but I'm really acting like the hero. W- what is that verbiage or that messaging? How does it look or sound differently? So I'm going to use a real life example. And this is always a little bit tricky because I never know who's going to be listening. So I'm not going to use the name of the company. A few few years ago in Minneapolis, there was a billboard not far from my house. And on this billboard was the message, we cure eating disorders. Okay. So just think about that for a second. When they make that statement, we cure eating disorders. Who is that about? It's about them. It's about how great they are because they cure eating disorders. The trick is that it doesn't honor the person. It doesn't honor the problem that they help other people solve. It's all about them. They're the magic wand that cures the eating disorders. And not only is it not true, it's a turnoff. 
Yeah. Right. Yep. So if all I ever do is talk about what I deliver and list the things I do, I make websites and I do messaging and I make your brochures pretty and blah, blah, blah. You never hear in my message anything about you. Yeah, that's great. So how would you, for the weak here eating disorders, how could they say it in a way that would be them being the guide and the, the person who has the, the challenge being the hero? Yeah. I mean, it could be as simple as you're struggling. Mm. We see you and we see how hard this is. We walk with you mm. as you go through mm. this journey and support you. It's not about sexy language. It's about being clear. Yes. Right. So yeah. we say we always yeah. choose clear over clever, always choose yes. clear over clever. Got yeah. it. Okay, great. Okay. So what are okay. we on? Are we on? Four? That was number three. On... Yep. So now we're going to four. On four. Yep. four is easy. Okay. Unless you give people a plan, a way to work with you, they yep. won't work with, they won't know how to do it. Okay? Yeah. So it seems simple to us. We think just call us, just pick up the phone. Right. People need to see how this is going to work. So yes. three-step plans are the best. It's really not complicated and you don't have to overcomplicate it. Take a look at what's the, what's the journey for a customer that wants to work with you and simplify it to three steps, right? Okay. You work with financial advisors a lot. So oftentimes yep. with financial advisors, there's usually like a six-step journey yeah. that a lot of them have. And so we just like to take it down to three mm -hmm. and say, what might it work to get them started? Not the end point in the journey. Just the starting. Right. Yes. Pick up the phone and set up a call. Yep. Right. That's one. Number yep. two, we'll do a 60 minute get to know each other call. And number three, we'll, we'll help onboard you with yeah. all of our services. Yeah. Right? That's so great. that's it. It just that's gets it. them in the door. Yep. Love it. Right. Love it. Great. Okay. Five. Five is call to action. Oh, right. Yes. So, but so many websites don't do this. No, yep. you go to these websites and there's no checkout. There's yep. no, there's no check. Now. And that's how mine was before you redid mine. I think in, I think it was 2018, maybe. Or 17, 18, yeah. something like that. I didn't have any, I didn't really have much there for that, yeah. for a call to action. Yeah. yeah. So how do you know the website's working if you're not asking anybody to do anything? Right. You, I guess right. you don't. I mean, you don't. Just, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Imagine going into a store which there's no checkout lanes. You just wander aimlessly. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's a similar thing. That's ridiculous, actually. That's pretty funny. I never thought that's a really good analogy. I haven't heard you use yeah. that before. I don't know yeah. if you use that a lot, but I think you need to if that's if you don't. Because yeah, okay. It's a right. really, really yeah. good one. Right. So calls yeah. to action are really important. There are rules around calls to action. We don't need to get into that right now. Just know that having a call to action is important. The better ones are the ones that you can measure. Right. Okay. So things like learn more are never good because you don't know what they, you know what's that do. It's the things like set up a call or buy okay. now or okay. download those things that matter. What do you think about a pop-up box? Because a lot of call to actions are in pop-up boxes. Do you like yeah. that? Is that is that an additional call to action? Just a little side note on that. Yeah. I mean, we can go in the weeds a little bit on this, but pop-up boxes, here's the thing. Nobody likes them, but right. they work. But they work. So we all use them. And so I'm a fan. I, okay. I think as long as things are working, as long as they're not overdone. Here's the thing with pop-up boxes. Calls to action need to be all over your website. Okay? Yeah. Yep. But there also needs to be a secondary call to action. In StoryBrand, we call it the transitional call to action. Okay. So this is the space that if they're not ready to hit that schedule a call or buy now button, yep. this gives them something of value in exchange for an email address. So, so this is where, yeah, this is yes. where we have to plug in 
what can I give them? And I always ask people if they can Google it and find it free without having to give an email address, it's not a good lead gen. Oh, that's, I right? think that's a really great way to think about that. Yep. Yep. That's so great. You need to come up with something that's custom, that's unique to your people. It mm-hmm. could be a quiz. It could be an article. It could be a white paper. It could be a case study and interview. Yeah. There's all kinds of ways that we can do this. Sweepstakes, yep. all kinds of things. So that's called a transitional call to action. Typically pop-ups work better with transition calls to action. Which makes sense. And that's what I've usually seen. And that's what we're going to be adding to my website. Yeah. yeah, Yes. Which I'm excited. Yes. So then buckets six and seven, yes, are are simple. Success, failure. Okay. Okay. Say more. We need to show people what's their life going to look like when they work with us. That's success. And we can, unlike the problem where we have to choose one, success is everything. Okay. So it's a bulleted list. We want to show success in photos. We want it. We want everything to be success, dripping mm, with success mm-hmm, everywhere mm-hmm. we go. Here's a fun fun fact: the number one thing people are looking for when they go to a church website is what to wear. No, come on. Are you I kidding? I swear, it's a study that was done. It's what do they wear? But how many churches show that? Most of them show their building. Whoa, I never would have guessed that. That is right? a really, I'm going to start pulling that out as like a little party. Uh, totally. That's insane. Yeah, I know. Right. No, you don't see people and going in and out and what they're wearing and nobody ever says what you should wear. Like, hey, yeah. we're casual. Hey, we're super formal. But it's true. You never know when going to a new church. Yeah. And, it, and, it's, and that's another way of showing success, right? So if you show people engaging with one another right. that also illustrates what to wear, is it casual? Is it formal? What is it? Then that's, oh my that's gosh. huge. I love okay. that. Final yeah. bucket is failure. Here's the okay. thing. I absolutely despise fear-mongering marketing. Yeah. I hate it. I yeah. hate, and, and frankly, sometimes it works. And so that's yeah. where you see it a lot and you go, if it doesn't work, then why use it? It does actually work in some yeah, cases. It does actually. I yeah. just don't, I won't do it. It's yeah. just icky and it's manipulative. Yeah. So what we say is you just want to dabble on a little bit of failure. Oftentimes yeah. for the clients I serve, the failure is status quo. Okay. It's nothing sure. changes if you don't work with us. Right. So it's just a little bit. People need to know what's at stake. Yep. If we don't work with you, but you don't need a lot of it. You don't need a lot. Just sprinkled yeah. in. It's just like a little bit of seasoning. Absolutely. Right. Yep. Okay. Yep, you got it. You got it. And that's the seven buckets. Okay. That's awesome. So let's do a concrete example. Cause I know my brain works best that way. And I, yeah. and I bet other people's brains works best that way. So I'm going to give you a scenario. Let's do a, cause I work with financial planners, executives, and thought leaders. And okay. to me, a thought leader is like an author, speaker, coach, yeah. consultant. Okay. okay. So yeah. let's go, let's go the thought leaders and let's do a consultant uh, slash coach. Let's do someone who's a, um, let's do a leadership sort of coach consultant person. Does that, yeah. does that work? Okay. I love that. Okay. Okay. So let's think about what you would normally see. Let's just start there. Okay. So normally I think a lot of times if you go to business coaches, leadership coaches and consultants websites, and I like to use websites because you can usually find examples. You might see things like we provide an assessment, we provide coaching, we provide consulting. Yes. Yep. Right. So that's basically what you'd see. And you'd think, okay, I know what this person does, right? Mm -hmm. With StoryBrand, what we do is we tell this as a story. And and the reason that we do that is because we know stories are compelling and they keep people engaged. So the story, and I'm doing this on the fly. So forgive the clunkiness. (laughs) I love, I'm so impressed you're doing this on the fly. I know. Let's give it a try. So we might say if a leadership consultant is working with executives, okay, okay, at Fortune 500 companies. We're just going to wing it. Okay. So the message might look something like this. 
as they're speaking to these executives, as an executive, we know that the pressure is extreme. Now, at the end, as we're coming out of COVID, we're hearing lots and lots of talk of the great resignation. People are going to leave their jobs and it's harder than ever to hire. We know that you're struggling with this and it keeps you up at night. Mm. You ought to be able to keep your good employees. They deserve they deserve to be treated well. And that's why we come in as XYZ leadership coaches. We work with your teams to help shape and form them in a way that helps them build ownership and invest in your business in stronger ways. We do that by first starting with an assessment to take a look at where are they at, what are their strengths and what are their weaknesses. Then we plug them into some coaching programs to help them really cultivate those strengths and minimize those weaknesses. And the third thing we do is we work with your whole teams to provide training and development programs around things like team development and how to how to move up in the leadership circles. Because we know that when you invest in your employees in these ways, they stay longer. There's less conflict problems are solved, there's better efficiencies, and ultimately, there's a better bottom line. Here's the thing you need to get, we need to start this conversation now. So step one is I want you to, I want you to get on my calendar, schedule a call right here at this button. Okay. Step two is we're going to do a quick assessment of your organization. You're going to tell me, what do you think your challenges are? And we're going to talk through that. And if you find really good value in that conversation alone, then we're going to move to step three, which is talking about how I might come in and serve your organization in a broader way. So set up that call today so you can quit losing sleep at night night and start feeling like you have leadership and teams that are going to stick around for the long haul. How was it? I would drop my mic, but Patrice would kill me. (laughs) (laughs) It was a little bit rambly. We would want to get it tighter and more succinct, but you get the idea that we're talking about them. We're talking about their problems. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I love it. Okay. So this brings me to where I wanted to go next, which is about the word story brand. So I teach storytelling. Yeah. My company creates stories and then our clients sometimes get confused between the two. So for example, you and I are working on a project together with, with, with a client of mine, right? They're who, so cool too. Who, I love they, them. I totally agree with you, right? <laughs> so it, it's, a, it's a financial planning firm. They've got about 15 advisors, four offices, and they are hiring my company with a new service we're offering, offering called Asset Creation. That's where we build speeches and we build the why stories. We actually write it for them. And as they're talking, they're talking about messaging. And I'm like, we need to bring in Casey, you really need a story brand guide. And we need to story brand your, your messaging and get a cohesive. And, and, they're, and they're wanting to know the difference between the why stories that I create and the story brand that Casey's creating. So let's kind of take a stab at this conversation because yeah. this is a little clunky. How would you describe the difference between story brand and what we're doing at Crazy Good Talks with, with strategic stories in yeah, business. I mean, I wa- I just walked through what story brand is. So yeah. we we would do that. We're doing that with this client right now. We're creating their what we call their overarching core story. So most companies will have an overarching story or a main kind of core story. And then if they do this and if they adopt this messaging framework to use in all of their stuff, they're going to create secondary stories for each of their products, divisions, all of their different things that they do. And we already talked about what are the buckets within the story 
story. And that third bucket where we introduce themselves as the guide, the piece that's going to help them, it's really important within that section that the words that we use create an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. And I think I want to give this to you now to answer. So this is where the why story fits in. Yes. So what is the why story and why is it so valuable in that spot? Well, yeah. And what I see story brand is as the overarching framework of the customer journey and the customer's life within a brand. Would mm-hmm. you would you agree with yeah, that? I think so. Yeah. It's sort of like the steps they take through and then where they go. The this types of stories that we create and we teach at Crazy Good Talks are a point in time story designed for a specific purpose. So for example, there's three types of strategic stories that we teach. And the first one is what's called your why story. Your why story is sharing why you do what you do and why you care about the person sitting across from you, the audience in front of you or the reader who might be reading your book or your article or your website. And so it's a, it's a point in time, very personal story about why you do what you do. Whereas throwing that back to you, I see story brand as more of the, the brand and the customer journey. This is a sort of point in time about maybe one of the principles in the company or the person who's delivering the service. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I mean, I think the first thing that we do within it when we start telling the why story, which is the why is this important to me, is we create a connection with the people we're talking to. And that's exactly exactly what we do within that guide section, within that third bucket is say, why do you, why are you the right person to solve this for me? And the answer, if done well, is because I've lived it, because I know it, because I'm an expert, all of those things. I don't know that there's a lot of overlap, but I think it can it can be a little tough to to ferret it out. But generally, a company is going to need both of these things. You're going to need the story brand for your overarching messaging, and then you're going to want your why stories and and really the other two types of stories that we create, which are desire stories. That's where you're you're showing you're creating desire for your products and services through a client experience story. And then when you're out there talking with clients, you want stories to make a point where you're using analogies and stories to to make your messages memorable and drive home pieces of education. So it all it all fits together, I would say. Like people have said to me, oh, is this the same? Do we not need you because we've had story branding? Or they might say to you, do we not need story branding because we have Deirdre? No, they 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 are like hand in glove is what I would say. Would you also agree that story brand is to be used in everything related to their marketing, mm-hmm. whereas the why stories are more personal and, and more used on a sales level. No, and, and I would say, level. yeah, no, I say that the okay. why story should be the cornerstone of marketing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know if we've had this conversation. The reason why, like, let's just say for a financial planner, right? Financial planners, websites, financial planner, let's talk about LinkedIn. Every time I go to a financial planner's LinkedIn page, I am (laughs) always pissed. (laughs) Pissed or bored? Pissed and bored. I'm pissed because I'm bored. (laughs) Because I know, I mean, all the advisors that I work with are so unique and have such great personalities and missions and offerings, but they all sound exactly the same, right? I mean, you know this, they all sound exactly the same. So one of the things that I'm doing with my clients as we teach them how to create their stories or create them for them is having them put their why story on their about page. Mm -hmm. This way, when somebody goes there and every single person who's thinking of working with you, I promise you they're going to LinkedIn, they're going to that LinkedIn page, they can differentiate why you're different than the other two advisors they're looking at, and they can get a sense of who you are as a human being. 
That's good. Yeah. I have my clients creating why story videos, putting those on social, sending them out to their lists, putting them on their LinkedIn, putting them on their website, sending them out when they get referrals. I mean, we're, we're using the why story everywhere in addition to when they're meeting one-on-one with someone for the first time or in a speaking engagement. Now, the other two stories, the then, now, and how, and the story to make a point, those are more secondary, secondary stories, if that makes sense. Yeah, I just, I see so much value in all of that. Yeah, but I think they do just blend together beautifully and the two together are incredibly powerful. Yeah. As, as we have found out from working on different projects and we both use them in our own businesses. Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you a question as we're wrapping up here. Do you, well, two questions actually. What is, you've said a lot here. So if someone is, is thinking, okay, I want to apply story branding, what's like, but it seems like a lot, right? What's the one, what's the first place they should go? Like, what do you think is the thing they should be thinking about first? What's, is there one step they could apply to their marketing messages that would really, really help? Without getting into the weeds of story brand, I mean, just this is, this is a principle of story brand, but it's not saying go after this one unit. It's simplification. It's Mm. saying, ask yourself the question, what do you do? And then answer it. And are you able to answer it easily and quickly? And do other people understand what you're saying? Or are you just giving them a bunch of gobbledygook insider language? Love it. Yeah. So I think that's the number one thing. I mean, if you want a DIY story brand, lots of people do, right? There's a great, the book book on tape is great. The book is good. There's actually a second book called Marketing Made Simple. That's extraordinary. A lot of companies really dive in and do this themselves, but that's also why we exist as story brand guides. There's, I think like 600 worldwide guides now. Mm-hmm. I would just encourage you to reach out to a guide, Google it. It's easy to find and reach out to me if you need help. And yes. let's just talk about what the possibilities are for working together. Because there's lots of different avenues we could take that would make sure that it's affordable and really effective and adding a ton of value for you. Well, and I would say that as someone who also lives and breathes messaging, and I've read the story brand book, it's it's so much simpler and and more effective to work with you as my yeah. guide than yeah. trying to, again, because I'm too close to it. So it's really like, I think I know what, that this is simple. And then you'll listen and be like, I don't even know what that means. And I'm like, how can you not know what that means? It's so darn obvious. And you're like, no, I really don't know what that means. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for people to hear sometimes too. Oh, oh for sure. We don't like it. We don't like it. But um, so where can people find you? Because of course I recommend you as the guide that people oh, should do. I love that. Where Thank you. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's such an honor to be able to partner with the people that you send my way. I love it. So tic-tac-toe marketing, just like it sounds, tic-tac-toe-marketing.com is my website and you can set up a call on there. That's the easiest way. And I promise even that call is just so fun and you'll get a ton of value out of it. So set up a call. I would just love to talk to your listeners and if we end up working together, great. And if I can just help out a little bit, that's fine too. Love that. Thank you so much for being here, Casey. As always, I learn a ton when we're together and I I love your energy. And thank you for listening. You can find us obviously here at the Crazy Good Talks podcast. So you can subscribe anywhere that you would subscribe to a podcast. If you like the podcast, we'd really appreciate you giving us a favorable review and passing it along to your friends. So with that, be blessed. Make it a crazy good day. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Good Talks podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered in this podcast represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Accelerated Performance, LLC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. 